Welcome to the Exponential Marketing Club, where we talk about everything content marketing, from just getting started with your business, to growing a captivating presence with your website and social media, and on to scaling with Facebook and Instagram advertising for exponential exposure and long-term success. Hi, my name is Sally Hendrick, your host and exponential marketing strategist. Let's get started, y'all. Hey, everybody, it's Sally Hendrick. Welcome back to the Exponential Marketing Club podcast. I've got a special guest here named Lisa Noble. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for reaching out to me. I have just been looking at your business, Vivid Visual Solutions. Great job. I love your website. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for this opportunity um, to have this conversation. I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Absolutely. Uh, and you said you're in Michigan, right? Yes, I am in Michigan. Now, do you normally work with local clients or do you branch out around the country or around the world? What's your what's your stick? Uh, around the country. Uh, I have a client in California right now, as well as here in Michigan. So anywhere people are, I mean, now that we're a virtual world, right? Um, it makes it very easy to do a Zoom like this and, and talk with clients. So I'm everywhere. Exactly. And I love that you mentioned uh, that you use Zoom. It seems like everybody finally knows what Zoom is. I've had a paid account since 2015. And uh, so when they came up and said, oh, they're offering a free account for every school, I was like, oh, yeah, uh, that's a smart move because I knew that there would be plenty of of paid add-ons to tack on to that. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I had stock in Zoom, right? Exactly. Uh, if I had the foresight, oh man, that would have been <laughs> a good investment. <laughs> exactly. So you're a brand strategist and a website designer, which these are two things that typically go hand in hand. And so that means that you're bringing together the creative aspect and finding the identity of the clients and who their clients are or customers. And then you're bringing that in to show on the web. Is uh, anything else that you would like to add to that that you also do? Um, well, we do the social media management as well. We do we do done for you services as well because some of our clients there some want to do it themselves. Others are busy and just don't have that time. Um, mm -hmm. So we do um, the done for you, the SEO, as well as the social media management, which is very helpful in bringing. Um, Google in and getting eyes on it from uh, the social media guy. I mean, the, the SEO guy, which is Google. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. A lot of people may or may not understand what that means, but search engine optimization is when you add elements to your website to make it easily found when people ask Google and Bing and Yahoo questions, right? right. Yes. Yeah. Or does Yahoo even do that anymore? Yeah, Bing is still it's still there as well. Okay. Uh, you still need to, you still need to optimize, which is just adding like a um, something in your header. But um, it's uh, it's really about your keywords and the questions that you're answering mm -hmm. on your website. Yeah. And for your clients, you typically work with therapists, counselors, people who have some sort of private practice, right? Yeah, that's kind of my sweet spot, which I started off with maybe in like 2015 or 16. Um, a lot of people, a lot of times um, that niche I found really was 
um, they didn't have that awareness of how to do their marketing. So it was kind of like um, somewhere I could get in and kind of specialize and help out where I can and um, teach them how to market their websites um, that they're putting up and get the clients that they want for their caseloads. Would you rather work or would you rather play? If we're going to go through all of this business building stuff, it better be for something that we love doing, right? Take a moment to do this quick life purpose challenge to discover what makes you truly happy. It's free. Visit sallyhendrick.com forward slash life purpose. Yeah, and I really like the fact that you have niched into that market because whenever we do that, even if it's a therapist or someone else, whenever we hone in on a particular type of client or particular type of issue to be solving, that can really elevate our ability to make more money. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and I'm wondering whenever you're, consulting with therapists, do the therapists tend to specialize in certain types of uh, customers, certain types of patients? Yes. And that's part of our process where we really figure out who they want to, who they want to speak to. Uh, Mm -hmm. It could be families. It could be uh, people who are, who have just come out of prison. Um, Mm -hmm. It could be women. It could be men. Um, And all that goes hand in hand with how your website looks like what your website looks like, what's the look and feel, what's the messaging that you Mm -hmm. are using across all your platforms, not just your website, but um, your social media properties as well. Exactly. And speaking about social media, I know that you like to incorporate the brand identity of your clients into the social media. So why don't you give me an example or two of what you mean by that? Um, Incorporating your logo. Um, mm-hmm. or if you want it to be more of a personal brand, showing your own picture there, um, adding your name, not just the name of your company, but the username also showing what you do mm-hmm. as, as well as the name. So you will put your name, the name of your company first. And then for mine, it has Lisa Noble brand strategist. So Mm -hmm. that because um, like uh, accounts like Instagram, they're actually searching for certain things and that will help you to show up on their page Mm -hmm. as someone who is in, for my case, is a brand strategist or for a therapist is therapist. And then in your bio, really using that, that short bio to tell people what you do, who you serve and what you can offer them as your service. And that would be, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're great. I, I, I mean, you're talking about the profile of the account of like Instagram. I guess also yeah. you would talk about that with Facebook, LinkedIn, or anything else for that matter, right? Right. And they need to be a, the same across the board. And mm-hmm. that's part of uh, creating your brand too. It represents you across the board. So it can't um, be that you have one picture here. Um, on YouTube, and then you have another picture on um, here on Instagram. It needs mm-hmm. to be recognizable on even like your TikTok and all these other social platforms. And if you don't own it, you need to go and get it. Even if you're, you'll say, I'm never going to use TikTok. My audience is not there, but that is part of your property. 
and you don't want somebody else to get it. And then when you're trying to get it, they're almost blackmailing you to spend money with them to get it. Exactly. And I totally agree with you when I talk with clients and because I, I help people with Facebook advertising and, you know, we're kind of in the same space, more mm-hmm. like complimentary um, practitioners, if you will, in this space. And I tell them too, I'm like, look, put the same picture on all your profiles. Make sure you go and get all your profiles set up. Try to get the same name where you possibly can. If you have to alter it, oh, well, don't worry about it. Just do it. Just get something because even if you're not using it now, just getting a profile up there, maybe adding a couple of things, just some information to push them to another social media that you have or to push them to your website. That's the main thing that if, if they can find you, then they need to be able to click to find you further because if they're looking, you don't want them to have to look too hard. Right. And um, yeah, and even um, we we're doing this collaboration right now. Even though we're in the kind of the same space, this is still good. You need to collaborate with your, the people in your industry because like, who knows, something could come out of this and later on we work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could go, come to you, Sally, and be like, I have this client that needs your expertise in Facebook ads. That's not something that's in my vein. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, could you do that? That's also good. And, and when you go to check me out, then it's good for me to have a, um, my profiles and everything be professional and tell you about what I do, right? Exactly. Or, and, or I check you out. I need to look at that to be, to see if I can refer my clients to you. You need to let me know what you do as well as you need to look professional, right? I don't want to, to necessarily refer someone to you and then it's not going to work out the way that I want it to work out. Right. Because you have your, your feel as well. And if you don't feel like you have an affinity with another person on, on the, on a team for a client, then that's not necessarily going to work. Right. Exactly. So the other thing that, that I uh, noticed that you talk about is that you use digital products to create local referral traffic to your website. Now, Tell me in plain terms, what does that mean? How do you explain that to just Joe Blow on the street who would who may not understand what that means? So what that means is you're creating opportunities to have like a landing page on your website that is uh, giving like a free ebook or some kind of digital collateral such as a webinar, those things, and you're putting information into that page mm-hmm. that gives um google clues about your business so it's, it's another opportunity outside of just having your main pages to get people oh to- so you're talking about some separate landing pages that people may go to where it would be something really specific for them yes that you're selling or for a small fee or for free like from your social media channels to push the traffic to your website Mm-hmm. And it could be that you're you're very specific as far as um, for me it would be Michigan based therapists. You know, here's your ebook. This is mm-hmm. this gives you all the five things that you need as far as marketing your your private practice. Do you have a dog? Learn unleashed potential dog training secrets with Duke Ferguson. 
This free video series will get you pro training tips so you can get your dog's attention, eliminate behavioral problems, and enhance your relationship in just 20 minutes a day. Sign up at sallyhendrick.com forward slash dog training. Now, do you change that up for different states? Would you do different landing pages for different states so that they have different meta information that Google would be attaching to? You can because it's going to be different language. Like for me in Michigan, we're about to get cold, right? So if I wanted to put a picture up there or, um, or something as far as fall, our pictures would have pictures of the leaves turning. Whereas in Nashville, that doesn't happen for you. Or it just may even be a different way that I speak to you, uh, different priorities that you may have as far as, as marketing uh, and your needs in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds like a great idea. And if you're, if you're marketing to the entire country, you could easily take regions of the country so that you only have like six different pages that you would optimize for those regions. Right. And uh, that's also helpful uh, with your ads and things like that, right? You get, yeah. You get really granular. Yeah. The more, the grant, as long as your audiences are large, you can, re- you know, reduce them into smaller pockets mm-hmm. and, and really amplify what you're doing. Just the same way as like niching your market where you're working mostly with therapists and, uh, and counselors, you know, and I work with a lot of life coaches and um, people who have digital courses and things like that, info products. Mm-hmm. So it's really great that you could, that you're also talking about niching, um, your marketing into the geographical areas. So that's, that's great. Right. And and I know that Google also gives you a lot of favor in that as well, too. When you go into local marketing, you can really dominate the Google space. Right. And I'm always telling my, my clients when I work with them, um, you know, even coming up with a small product can be very helpful. It could be a checklist. It could be an ebook. um, Just, putting these on your website will bring traffic and kind of give, give people it, an information about you to see how you work, see how you speak. You can even create a video, those type of things and have, have those coming. It's always good to continue to feed the Google beast, right? We want to continue to give them something to come back to the website for, for those little bots to come in and snatch up. Yeah. <laughs> and help, help us, help us find, help people find us, if you will. <laughs> right. And you can take things like um, your videos that you're doing. You can create all types of um, different products from it, like your blog posts and um, your eBooks and things. So it doesn't have to be from scratch. It could be just a live that you may have done on your social media channels. And yeah. Well, and repurposing content is huge. Yes, exactly. You don't want to have to make 15 videos when you could make one and then chop it up into different uh, types of content and come up being creative about, you know, pulling out messages. And it's kind of like I like to talk to people about macro content versus micro content. If you're going to create a nice macro piece, which is a long form piece, whether it be a video or a blog post or a podcast episode or some sort of audio when mm-hmm. you have like, like what we're talking about right now, we could probably pull out 10 things just from what our discussion 
to put on memes or shorter videos, little clips, um, you know, anything like that, that we could do, well, both of us could do to create social media, to raise awareness about this episode. Yes. And um, yeah, just uh, quotes from you, quotes from me, uh, mm-hmm. just really to take the overwhelm out of it. Because a lot of times my clients, when we start off, they're like, well, no, I don't have time to do that. And then when I show them this method of taking uh, this one piece of content, and it may have even been something old that you already had. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be something brand new. Um, and really breaking it down, take, putting it up on rev.com and getting a transcript of it so that you can pull the information out of it is just so key. Exactly. And I love that you mentioned rev.com. Let's talk a little bit about some of the favorite tools that we like to use. So first of all, what's your favorite website platform to build on? My favorite is WordPress. And do you have any favorite themes that you use or do you, you're not picky? Um, Divi is, is nice. Um, I think it has a very easy um, way of working through it. Um, and you can find a lot of tutorials on it. So I think I would say mm-hmm. right now is a good one. I like that. My sallyhendrick.com is made in with Divi. And I used to have a lot more fancy stuff on it, but I ended up moving most of my stuff over to Kajabi because it's this all-in-one course and marketing system. Mm-hmm. And so I use that. Have you ever built pages on that program? No, we pretty much stick with WordPress. Okay. Um, my developers that are on my team, they really specialize in it. So mm-hmm. we don't really deviate. When we get clients in, we may help um, if they have like another type of site, but we really are experts in WordPress as well as myself. You know, I've built and customized a lot of websites myself on mm-hmm. WordPress. So I can help, you know, if something is going wonky (laughs) Um, or if they need to know a plugin or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And WordPress is so flexible with all the plugin opportunities. So as far as email marketing is concerned, I would think that maybe therapists wouldn't have to do a whole lot of that. But if they did learn how to do that, it could really bring up more business and more repeat business. I think a lot of people, when they go through, when they go to a therapist, they will go through whatever they're dealing with at the moment, but then they may not return, you know, they may go away, but if they do return, you know, are they going to return to the same one? Are they going to return for other reasons that maybe they didn't think, oh, a therapist would really help with this. What do you think about that? Have you run into any of them who are maybe thinking, maybe if I kept up emails with these people or sent out some sort of newsletter or maybe made some videos or something that they might uh, come back. Do you want to stand out from the crowd with your content? Come discover how to market yourself as an expert, as a change maker, as a positive influence on other people's lives. With the Exponential Marketing Club, you will learn the ins and outs of content marketing that makes a difference in the world. Visit sallyhendrick.com forward slash club. I do actually encourage my clients that are therapists to um, nurture an email relationship with their their clients as well as their colleagues. So uh, 
you asked me about a plugin. A plugin it actually is Mailchimp incorporates very well into um, and integrates very well into WordPress. It just came to mind. Um, yeah, yeah. And that so, might be something very simple for people to use that are in doing therapy because they're going to be. Well, not always. I was about to say they're going to have usually local clients, but these days a lot of people are more comfortable about hiring therapists and doing Zoom calls. Well, actually, there if you're licensed like in Michigan or if you're licensed in a certain area, then that's where you, your client base has to be. But they are doing uh, the telehealth, um, you know, the telehealth appointments and people mm-hmm. are really um, getting more into that. Um, and yes, we are creating... Um, newsletters and creating content that they can send to even new people who are not necessarily in as a client, just giving them a feel for how they speak, how, you know, how they, mm-hmm. how they, how they um, think and give them a, because a lot of it is, is getting to know who your therapist is mm-hmm. before you even come in so you can be comfortable. So a newsletter is actually very key to that and doing a lot of blogs blog writing and sending those those blogs out to mm-hmm. the newsletter is very good. I can see how also having the therapist put videos up and like you said, like hearing their voice, hearing how they think, because you do have to have some, you know, synchronicity going on there. Think about all of the free consultations that therapists give. That's a lot of time and money they're basically giving away mm-hmm. in those first free consultations, which they may still do, but they may not have to spend as much time with someone if they've already been filtered out by having their uh, information online. Right. Your website and your content are, they're not only there to bring people in, it's also there to repel um, certain mm-hmm. people. Because they'll know right away, oh, this person isn't a, isn't a fit for me. Right. They're, you know, they're not speaking to me as a, as a client. Um, they can't really help me with my issue. Um, so that sa- it saves time for the, the client as well as the therapist. Yeah, I like that. What about as far as like other content that therapists would want to put on their website? Do you give them some tips on what they should be blogging about? Um, it begin. It it really um, it it's about who they're speaking to, who is their mm-hmm. client, and a lot of times we do persona work um, to figure out who that person is. Uh, is it a single woman in her twenties? Let then let's blog to her. Let's create products that we can sell to her. Like like I said, going back to the landing pages, um, as well as showing imagery or even the colors of the website are important when it comes down to the, the person that you're speaking to. Because if someone, if, if you're catering to children, then your, your website colors and fonts, your colors would be more of a softer tone. If you're catering to women, they would be more of a feminine color. Um, and all your messaging would either would speak to that mom or that 20 year old, 25 year old, you would have a different language for those people. In, when mm-hmm. you, yeah. I could see going to a website and seeing lot, a lot of masculine elements on it, like 
a lot of maybe sports or emblematic type stuff would turn me off personally. Right. I wouldn't think that I would identify well with someone who was uh, projecting themselves in that manner. I would be looking more for someone who is more in the, you know, maybe they're an intellectual and they also, or maybe like diversity and color and all, you know, that sort of thing would appeal to me. Um, but like going and finding like a sports looking site wouldn't necessarily pull me in. So I can see how that would be the case for others who were looking for a therapist or a counselor um, that you would want to incorporate the right tone, the messaging, the colors, et cetera, to make sure you're attracting the right people. Right. Or even my clients that come to me that need a revamp or a, a redesign, they want a different mm -hmm. look and feel that have come in and they have those birds or they have mountains or it's like, well, what are you really saying with this? And a lot of people uh, think of calm and things like that and they, the only way they can think about it is to put these mountains well do you live in a city where there's mountains yeah <laughs> uh, or a state where there's mountains you know what are you telling telling them or somebody might be afraid of mountains or a, a baby's feet or whatever it could be anything that's turning people off <laughs> We do a lot of things um, where we actually put the website up and have it tested and get feedback from people. And a lot of people are like, wow, I didn't even think that was, you know, turning people off the color of red, you know. Mm -hmm. like yeah. And, and you don't until you put things out there. That's what marketing is about. You're yeah. constantly testing different ideas. Turn what you know into what you do. Join the platform with the most ways to monetize what you know, whether it's online courses, coaching, memberships, podcasts, newsletters, communities, or more. Kajabi gives you all the tools you need to build, market, and sell it with just a few clicks. Sign up at sallyhendrick.com forward slash Kajabi. That's K-A-J-A-B-I. The last thing I wanted to mention, I noticed on your website that you have something called the brand level quiz. Tell yeah. me more about that. And what, how does that help for someone to take a brand level quiz with you? So again, it's like you take the quiz and you find out where you are as far as the elements that you already have. Are you just starting out and you just have a logo? Okay, so I have a logo. What else can I do in order to take my brand up up to the next level um how do i use it to create awareness do i have all the elements that i need it may be someone who is mm -hmm. already at the highest level and there's four levels um it, you know how can i up my findability level how can i um make my audience more aware what are the things that i need the elements that i need in order to get in front of my audience Exactly. And so if somebody's just starting out, they may or may not have a logo yet. They may not even realize how important a logo can be that can represent who they are and who they're trying to reach and what they're trying to do. Right. All kinds of things like that. And they may not even have all their social media set up yet. Right. Those things or 
Um, if they're at a certain level and they have all those things, what's, what's the next thing that I can do? What's next? A lot of times people are like, what's next? What's next on my action plan? What can I put mm-hmm. together um, that will make me stand out with my competition? A lot of times I get that question. So that's when um, I came up with this simple, it's a very simple quiz um, that really gives, I think the information that's needed to, uh, you know, up findability, get more visible, get um, in front of more audiences. It could be social media. It just all depends on what, how you answer the questions and it will give you Mm -hmm. the level that you're at. So excellent. Can, yeah, you can find it at uh, Bitly. I made the the URL very easy to get to, and I'll give the Bitly uh, brand level quiz. Oh, that's easy. Is it all lowercase <laughs> brand level quiz or yes, and hyphens between the words, so it's very easy. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you get lucky sometimes when you do those Bitly links, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> sometimes you don't either. But we can add that to the show notes for sure so that people can get over and and test their brand level out and see where they actually fit on that scale of uh, elevating your brand. And who doesn't want to do that, right? Right, right. And I'm I'm sure it will be very helpful to a lot of people because a lot of times that's the question, what's the next step? What's my action plan? Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you very much. Was there anything else that you wanted to add to today before we wrap this up? Um, I just want to motivate people to just get out there. Sometimes it's just um, that you're you're not even ready uh, or you don't think you're ready, but sometimes it's just starting with that one thing. It could just be you just need you need to start with a logo, start your social media channels um, and get in front of people, um, test some things out. Uh, you can't really fail if you just go ahead and get started. Yeah, I agree. Better, uh, better to have something done rather than having it be perfect. Yes. All of us are going to constantly change everything, everything about our, and plus we evolve. Like I've changed my website 175 times. I mean, there's no way that people aren't going to continue to evolve and make things better because you start to really learn about what your customers need to see when they come to your website. And you don't necessarily know that you might have like kind of a rough idea, but a lot of people make the mistake of thinking, Oh, I need to have everything in the world on my website. When really at the end of the day, you just need to have a very clear customer journey for people to take And that is what's going to get them into your inbox or into your PayPal or whatever that may be. Right. I've worked for uh, corporate companies and advertising companies. And a lot of times it looks like people have it all together, um, but they could be all over the place. So really you have to start where you start and uh, work with your customer journey, figure Mm -hmm. out what your clients really need from you, and then hone in on that. Because looking at your competition or looking at the big boys, they may not have it all together. That's true. And you know what, one of the things that I like to do, whenever I'm looking for a new market to, to go into, I actually have a tool where I can see if someone has put the Facebook pixel on their website, which is a tracking device. Mm -hmm. And if they haven't done that yet, then I know there's an opportunity to get in the door because they aren't even tracking for Facebook. Right. I can check. I have a tool where Mm -hmm. I can check for if they have their SEO set up. 
<laughs> yep, exactly. Those and and just because handy. they have their Google tag, you know, maybe they'll have their Google ID on there, but maybe there's more opportunity for remarketing, maybe a tag manager, other things that are more advanced. And there's always that opportunity to be able to click on people's websites and say, oh, well, they've already got something going. Maybe I'll head over here instead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming and talking with me today. That's it for this time's uh, Exponential Marketing Podcast with Lisa Noble. My name is Sally Hendrick, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much, Sally. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to sallyhendrick.com forward slash clubhouse to participate in our live and recorded events. Thanks for being here.